Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, episode number 148, The Star Beast. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Here we are. We are back. Oh, oh. oh hi. It's the old Doctor Who show, Dan. The uh, new old Doctor Who show. Back in video, uh, jumping oh, at you, trying to figure out. I feel like I'm. I got this going on. It's like uh, you got to get those red and blue glasses. I'm all shoulders today. He's all shoulders. I'm all. Hey everybody, uh, you got you got the this guy over there. That's Eric. I got this. Yeah. Well, you don't know how it's going to display. Yeah. I do because I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Oh, Folks, okay. we're doing this live. Yeah, we're doing if it. If anyone has uh, stumbled upon this. This video, uh, first of all, thank you, algorithm, uh, and uh, also sorry to you who are watching. Those of you who sought us out that have listened to us for years on the for old years. Doctor Who show, we have a podcast, the old Doctor Who show dot com, reviewed every existing full complete of the classic, classic the Doctor pre, Who, uh, Russell T Davies. Doctor All the way Who, up. And the pre-pre-Russell T. Davies Doctor We Who. even did. Eric, do you remember Remember this? This was so long ago. Remember we also did the, the Peter Cushing movies? Do oh, remember I remember that? the Peter Cushing happened. movies. And I also remember doing the Sarah Jane wine drinking adventure, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it was called. Young Ladies, Sarah... Young Chatterley, and the Mystery of the Canine. Was it Canine yeah. Adventures? Canine and Company. Canine and Company! We did it! Uh, we don't always remember all of the details, uh, but we love the Doctor Who, and we are back to talk about New Who, which in a way is old Who. Well, uh, it's the 60th anniversary. So it's an anniversary. 60th anniversary. We've got uh, David Tennant back. We've mm-hmm. got um, Catherine Tate Catherine back. Tate back. Uh, we have a story Great. based on an old comic book. Uh, yeah, we'll get to all of it. Dan, I don't have anything to say. I just want to kind of jump into the... Right into the Doctor Who uh, review segment. Oh, right. You I mean, hey, you want this episode? What? Yeah, let's let's review this episode we just <laughs> yeah, watched. Let's just review so, this episode. I had to wipe her memory to save her life. If she ever remembers me, she will die. So what happens next? I get this face back in the Tardis lounge right next to her. I turn around. There's her husband. Then a spaceship crashes right in front of her. It's like she's drawing us in. Uh, Dan, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Star Beast. This is the Star Beast. This is the first of three specials, right? From the Doctor Who uh, fantasy television show. Star Children's, Children's this is fantasy based television show. on a comic book, which I did not know. Uh, I did. The only reason I knew it is when it said Dave Gibbons' name. Dave Gibbons, a uh, brilliant artist. You may know his yep. work from The Watchmen, among many other uh, wonderful things. Had done a uh, old comic from the, I think, the Marvel run. Uh, our hero, and your hero, and my hero, uh, David Tennant, finds himself drawn back to planet Earth, uh, where he runs into Catherine Tate, and the two of them just have a really good time Christmas shopping. Uh, gifts are piled up, people are obstructed, uh, mystery is uh, developed, there is a meep, a wonderful uh, Muppet creature, uh, there's lots of nods to E.T. the Extraterrestrial, which you, you remember. I remember you got mm-hmm. that back tattoo. You mm-hmm. said phone home. Um, 
And, no, it uh, said if found phone yeah, home. If found, that's that's, that's yeah. right. And then, that there was, then there's the racy one that was just like the flower and just said, make me grow. Um, <laughs> Dan, I don't know. People know what this story is about, right? If you're watching this and have not heard of Doctor Who. Why uh, are you here? Uh, oh, you're here because the autoplay has been going and somehow you fell down the algorithm's rabbit hole. And next yeah. up after this I feel like playlist, all those is a QAnon clip. Tuned, tuned off. Tuned, uh, tuned, tuned out. Eric. Yeah. Uh, clearly, there's a meep. There's people looking for the meep. Uh, the doctor gets pulled into there. The, there's some twists. Yeah, and Donna. Turns. You know, we talked we about Catherine Tate's character. Donna. They're best friends uh, that he had to let go because she took all the power inside of her. And if she knows him and she remembers, she'll be killed. And uh, so he sees her but doesn't want her to know him. And whatever. You got it. Dan, what did you think? I know. I think I know what you thought. But I don't know you if tell you me. know what I thought. Why don't you I'm tell me what you thought? Eric, I'll be happy to tell you what I think. Uh, absolutely loved it. Oh. It feels like uh, it feels like the new Doctor Who that I've been missing for so long. Really? We've talked, we've talked a bit about, um, because we, we also you know, discussed some of the specials, um, how we felt about the end of uh, the 13th Doctor, Jodie Whittaker's run mm -hmm. as well, um, and our general feelings about how the show has gone over the, over the years the, of Modern Who. I, I've always loved Russell T. Davies. There's parts of him that, uh, parts of his storytelling that I forgot about, and they kind of were very present in this episode. Um, but, you know, anyway, leaving all that aside, this is my favorite Doctor. This might be my favorite companion, um, the, this this pairing is fantastic of of the of the modern series, and it was a great story. And I love that it was based on you know original source material from the comic books from um, before Modern Who kicked off again. So it's it's great that's kind of tying a whole bunch of things together. Um, the cast is great, seeing the the old people return, uh, some new cast members as well. I think it's fantastic to get to pick up with the Doctor and Donna fifteen years later is just is a treat. Great story. I love that it's setting up more to come. I think it's terrific. Eric, tell me, top line, bottom line. Oh, top bottom line, dollar. bottom line. Yeah, I, I had some mixed feel. Well, I shouldn't say mixed feelings. I loved it. I watched it mm -hmm. twice. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed it very much the first time. Second time, I watched it with my daughter. Not a Doctor Who fan. Had oh. no, you know, prior knowledge of anything. Also enjoyed it. Found it very okay. enjoyable. Uh, there were things about the story that I'll cover with you which don't make a lot of sense, but I realize that's taking all the joy out of something by wondering, like, well, why does Let's the Earth go back together? Um, yeah. I, I'll yeah. tell you what I didn't like first, because it's okay. mostly stuff I don't like. I hated the opening. <gasps> they did not need to do that, like... The title sequence? No, the title oh, sequence is oh, oh, wonderful. Oh. The title sequence I'll start is at the okay. beginning. Okay, start, so at, the very start at the beginning, and it has, like, this, like... David Tennant in front of like a blue screen, and they've got like it just looked bad. It was and unusual. none of it was needed. Yeah. Like they they yes, if you don't know the story of the fourth, I guess it was like season four, right? Was with the with uh, yes, Donna's correct. character, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you and don't then, know then, a yes. lot of that history, and I get it, but all of the stuff that I can remember that's covered in that opening is handled in the dialogue of the show. Yeah. So it would have been much better, I think, you know, if you just let the story play out and then you were fed the details. Because they, they basically say, like, if she finds out who, who I am or she remembers, 
she's going to die. And they have that right. exact line that David Tennant reveals to the current leader of unit. So whatever. Small nitpick. I feel like that took away from some of the show and felt a little cheap to me. Whatever. Then it goes to the opening. The opening was amazing. Like mm-hmm. the, the theme, the new theme and the, it's, the, it's, the I, effects and it looks great. Beautiful. Coming out of these nebulas and popping its other things. So that was it, amazing. It felt like a departure from some... They, they've tried so many different types of title sequences in the past. This one was not the whole like, we're going down a tunnel and it's the vortex. Yes. And like, it, it was almost more felt like, like a first person felt roller coaster. like some of the Disney money machine or whatever, like going into the the effects of the... I felt like the effects reminded me of like, some of the Marvel movies where they're going through multi dimensions and it just looked good. And I liked the theme. I thought the theme was great. Yeah. Uh, and then once it sta- once it started, like it just feels like David Tennant is having so much fun that it it's you know infectious. And I feel like them together was funny. Like there were so many moments where you're like, oh yes, this yes, it all sort of comes back and you you kind of like fall in love with the idea of the show and the characters of the show and the world of the show. And, and I understand a lot of that is remember, you know, nostalgia for a different time, especially when that show first came out. And if you liked it when it was on and hadn't been on, but I just felt like it was great. And there were so many cool little nods and maybe this is in my head, but when you get to the taxi cab, the word mm-hmm. taxi was in the old logo of the Russell T. Davies show when it came back, right? It was like a gold, uh, you know, like a Jesus fish kind of shape. And it's a uh-huh. taxi. Uh-huh. Maybe that was me, like, reading into it. I don't it. know. I, I didn't like, really oh, that's, it. That's, that's like great. a, that's a great. nod okay. to, the, to the old logo. Yeah. Um, it was cool. There's, like, weird bits, too, like, where the you, when you see unit and it opens and it's like a... I'm, I realize I'm just throwing these things all at you. Ah, whatever. But where the press is like, hey, we're here at the crash site, and they literally just throw the press so in got, yeah, and yeah. drag them away. Like, and those are the good guys. So that was a little strange. Do we do we just want to, do we want to go through yeah. this in, in uh, order? Let's start at the beginning. Let's uh, start at the beginning. Those are, my, those are my things. Oh, and the other nitpick Big thing. that I think is not a nitpick, it's a is the sonic screwdriver has often been it said can do anything. to be too powerful. And now it's like ridiculous. Like it yeah. can make force fields and it can bring people it can teleport people like when they do the try like that I, uh, that yeah, kind well, of stuff i have those yeah, there was cool. things with the plot and i think that's a rtd type thing that it's fine you have to sort of let it go but yeah let's let's start at the beginning i don't mean to yep. monopolize all the time here Dan. no 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 this is this is great yeah no i i felt this i felt very similarly to you in a lot of those cases so that that opening exposition probably wasn't necessary but i didn't care because I got to see the two of them. Sure. Uh, this doctor, this Donna, together. It was, it was, it was great to open it. Yeah, it was redundant. I wonder if it was something that they added after. I feel like it was tacked on. Uh, yeah. By you know some studio executive. Let's make was it as like, clear as possible. Are people sure they know who it is? That's yeah, the way I took it. There's definitely some um, on their YouTube channel, the, the Doctor Who official YouTube channel. There's there's a bunch of videos like catching up, but they're yeah. definitely trying to get new people um, to watch the show, which is great. Just give them a little information because it is so central to the plot. Um, yeah, I mean they could have released that as a standalone video and right. like catch up with, and it would have been fine, and it would have been it would have worked. Uh, yeah, so so it feels like the the opening sequence was 
not super necessary. Didn't care. Loved it. What did your daughter think having not seen these two actors together or know anything about Doctor Who? What did she think about this pairing? Did she? Um, I don't know if she necessarily. I was also get, like explaining to her like, oh, they used to be friends. Blah blah blah. Um, uh, I feel like the opening sequence, the opening info dump. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried because I think she was a little bored by it and was like, what is my dad making me watch? Um, but once it started, she was laughing, especially at David Tennant. And then, and she's also like a huge Heartstopper fan. Yeah, So the too. fact that, yeah, so like that was my, yeah, actually my key to getting her to watch it because, yep. you know, I was like, oh, you know, there, there's this character Rose and you're going to know the actress. And so, yeah, so that helped a lot because she's introduced very early. Yeah, but I think it was fu- like I think it was funny, and you—it's hard to watch David Tennant and Catherine Tate and not sort of—I don't know—they they have a way of like making it sort of not take itself too seriously, but not be like a joke. Yeah, but also be funny. Like I, they, they right. he is a—they both do. It, it, they 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 make it fun without winking or being tongue in cheek about it. They they don't right. Take it They're happy to be they, like they 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 elevate the material. Yep. While having fun with it and right, it, it, it they does. fully commit to it. Yeah. Um, I will say the first thing I noticed is how tall the doctor's hair got. Yeah. It's <laughs> got really really big, which is really fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I definitely felt like the monologues, the camera was was really weird. It, they had all the flashbacks to season four as well, which was which was I guess kind of nice. Um, but yeah, it didn't really, wasn't super necessary. So what did you but, think? Like, uh, I guess we're starting at the beginning, right? So we yeah. meet, uh, Yasmin Finney's character, Rose, Pretty immediately. Well, I knew that they were in it, but I did not know the relationship to Donna absolutely. was a thing. Yeah. Like, I'm su- assuming no you didn't know either. that. Was that not released? So that was I, like a I, sort I of a shock. I was trying not to spoil anything. I knew that, that Yasmin Finney was in it. Um, but no, it was, it was great. You know, David Tennant stepping out of the, the TARDIS in the alleyway, um, a little apprehensive at first, but then you know kind of walks down the alleyway with a smile on his face, and it goes into like the the holiday. Well, I guess it isn't really a holiday market; it's just like a shopping market, but people are you know milling yeah, about and everything. It it felt like some of the previous Christmas specials a little bit, like the very first one with Tennant actually, yeah. um, which was really fun. Um, I guess it's not. It wasn't necessarily sort of an Easter egg thing, but there the one shopping stall is called Cyber Dog, and that oh. actually is a store. I was like, is that like a canine reference? And maybe it is in an oblique way, but it's actually like that is shot on location, and that's that's a real store there. Maybe which... the store is a reference to canine oh, from, oh. and then they reference the it, store. and it's yeah. and it's a timey wimey thing. Sure. Um, so yeah, so we, we see you know uh, a woman carrying packages and the doctor's oh uh, let me help and takes the boxes off and it's Donna Noble uh, and then he stacks them back again right. and like the first thing she says basically is oi which is just great she's like immediately in that gruff um, mode that that Donna has it, it was really fun and she calls for Rose and that uh, you know uh, the doctor's reaction to hearing the name yeah. Rose. And- a lot around. of what's he does. like if you had a what drinking game you would be dead if you totally had, drunk uh, watch this so then it turns special. out that that uh donna's daughter's name is rose we get to meet her, her right away uh which is very cool uh the two of them are talking and we get the thing that we all that we get oh uh what was the end of time um uh it was like the alternate history no was it end of time no it was turn left 
I think it was the episode of Turn Left, where Donna misses everything. It's an alternate timeline, and all these like space things, like spaceships are crashing, and Donna just doesn't ever get to see any of that. Mm-hmm. They carry that through with this one, where she's like trying to restack the boxes and the packages, and then a spaceship crashes uh, several miles away, and Donna just thinks that everyone's joking with her. It's like, oh yeah, just like your granddad. I thought that was that was really fun. Um, so that whole sequence is really cool, and then we get to meet her husband right away, uh, which was now which was great. You, you're more familiar with New Who than me. I have certainly watched all the episodes, but I can't remember. If you think I mm-hmm. can't remember, I mean anyone who's a fan of the show knows I can't remember a story I just watched. Instantly forget it. Was her husband in the show previous, or was this his first appearance? Um, he was in her final episode, because they do get married at the end. Okay, see, I don't uh, even, so I she... hardly remember that. I, I, yeah. I, I should have probably watched her last episode before watching this, but I was like, whatever, I'll just yeah. I'll wing it. All right, so he, yeah. he was an existing character, Obviously, the um, Rose is new, Rose is but new. everyone else was already part of the series. That's right. So Donna's mom, Sylvia, uh, is returning. Uh, Sean, her husband, is returning, though I think he was only in that one episode. Um, otherwise, it is all new. We, get, uh, we have a new unit sort of liaison, who's the science yeah. uh, uh, advisor, who is new uh, to us anyway. I don't know if... Uh, anyone else is in like the novelizations or comic books, whatever, but new to the to the TV series, uh, which is really great. Um, yeah, and speaking of that, I did not uh, properly credit like we usually do. The this was directed by Rachel. Oh uh, yes, Talalay. Talalay. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm getting your name right, Rachel. You did a very good job. Uh, it is written by well, it says Russell T Davies, but it's based on I said a comic by. Uh, Pat Mills and Dave Gibbons. Correcto. Yeah. Just got to get that in there. Thank Otherwise, you. Legally, we have to do a podcast for another eight years if I do. <sighs> Which we're probably going to do anyway. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really great. You get you get that interaction with Donna and the Doctor right away. Her not remembering anything. Him being nervous that he's he's going to jog her memory and she's going to explode. Um, she says the whole thing about the skinny suit that you can yes. wear until you're 35. Like it's just that that banter starts immediately, which, which is, is good because it is for. very tight. Um, it's very but tight. it's also like an you know because the last time they were on the show was how long ago? I 15 mean, years. That's yeah. a, that's is it really 15 years? Yeah. No, it isn't. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my god! How is that possible? Yeah. I'm having a crisis. Okay. A, meta crisis? a long. That's a long time. But yeah. It is so a, it was like a nice way of. I don't know, bridging those two uh, things and acknowledging and back the together. fact that he yeah. is. Uh, what, a moment that I like. So there's, there's a lot of, what I liked about this, there's a lot of um, kind of throwaway jokes mm-hmm. uh, throughout, especially coming from Tenet. Um, he's got that, that kinetic energy. Uh, but, you know, he, Rose and Donna go walking off, and then you hear someone else shouting Rose, and he, uh, the doctor goes and runs, and it's the, the taxi driver who ends up being, uh, we find out, Donna's husband, who's calling after them. He, the doctor says he needs to get to where the space ship crashed, and he pulls out his psychic paper, and it says that he's he says that he's the the, the master of um of the uh, oh what do they call it in London whenever they you have to take the test to become a taxi driver it's the the master but anyway uh, he says he says mistress he says uh, to the to the psychic paper, paper oh catch up which I thought was really funny 
because he's no longer female presenting. I thought right, that was really right. cool. That was that's just a funny little little throwaway line. So we so we got that. We got uh, but wait, okay. Got, so back up again because you're gonna yep. be. This is like a, maybe this is the podcast you explained Doctor Who to me uh, <laughs> as a challenged individual. Um, sure. So the doctor, you said that the the husband was in it prior, but had never met the doctor before because they. He has no recollection of him, and he's like, "Who That's are right. you?" We, we, I know. Who, who does he know? Um, Neris. Neris, right? Who so we never, I don't think, ever see. But the Donna complains about Neris all the time. She's the one, I believe. Even when Donna's like, tr- when she's a temp and she is, she's trying to find a job, her mom always mentions Neris as someone who's got her stuff more together than yes. Donna does. Yes. So it's it's funny to right. call, that, that call, nice call back. back a character who we've never seen before, but actually plays. Kind a of pretty big role because it comes up. It's, yeah, it comes up several times. Great. But I, so my so but he was so in it, I think, the doctor was watching them get married from afar right, and like right. so. Okay, I think the only person. Well, we know for sure the, uh, that her grandfather, uh, Wilf, yes. saw the doctor, and he he does the salute uh, when the doctor leaves. The doctor slips a a winning lottery ticket into uh, to give to Donna. Uh, which comes in that was a nice send-off for her mm-hmm. at the end she's gonna be taken care of and then it comes back and is, yeah, that is very integral to the story here right. uh which i actually i like that they about. did that and i like that it wasn't just the one line in the taxi you know oh she had the money she gave it away like it just kept coming back and then it became more and more mysterious and like and more impactful. important to it. Yeah. and then it, yeah and they do that a lot like this this story is structured in such a way that things that don't seem as important as maybe they're going to become, become integral to the whole plot. Yep. It's very well uh, put together, I found. Uh, I thought so, too. Um, it, was, it was a tight story. Hey, here's the thing, too, is we're, we're used to watching uh, multi-part classic stories, yeah. especially in the early years. And, you know, those were somewhere around, like, 25 minutes apiece. And even a four-parter could be, a, you know, sometimes a little bit of a slog to get through at times. This is basically like three, three classic episodes together, and it still it just felt tight and flew by, and it's like you know, that energy of of, of modern Who, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the the Russell T Davies era. Um, so it was it was fun to kind of feel that like energy of the show. Not to say the classic wasn't great. No, the classic is great. I'm not. Gonna, we're not going to argue about the classic, Dan. We're I love fine. the classic. Yeah, I miss the classic. I I often just well, you know, and every time I'm on. Um, online and then i see tom baker's name trending i have like a mini oh. mini heart attack that something's mm-hmm. happened to him but i do miss all those shows and wish there were more that aren't stills that we could go back to but well here's an announcement we're going to go what? back to unearthly child and uh re re review them all again no no we're no. Gonna... Uh, no but what okay, okay. so so we they, they meet each other then at the point you already talked about there's a crashing spaceship donna misses it what did you think of the whole, I guess, the the main plot of the story as far as, okay. like, the Meep and the, the I so forgot their name do... again, the Rats, the, the Rats. Ra- yeah. Rarth. The Rarths. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. So you have the, the, the Meeps being this beautiful, like, little cute creature. Even the doctor comments on, oh, my God, it's yeah. so cute. Like, uh, we have them. We have these insectoid-looking uh, soldiers that are hunting it down. Uh, even say that they're hunting. Um, so, but then it's a whole misdirect that the, what looks like the cute good guy is actually right, the, the terrible villain, and the the insectoid alien-looking guys are actually the good guys in this war. Um, I thought that was super fun. 
Uh, they had a lot to do in this story. If we need to have an overall plot to bring them back together, but more importantly, we had to deal with the fact that Donna uh, could die if she sees, the, yeah. if she remembers the doctor. Um, so he had those threads kind of going the whole time. I like, I like, you know, with with Donna, there was always this like, why is why is our where why are all these events swirling around her? Why is she the center of everything? That was part of like the main thrust of season four of Modern Who is like, why are all these things converging on her? And it happens again. I, I love how central Donna is to the Doctor overall. Um, so yeah, the spaceship happens to land there. and Yeah, and that um, comes up in dialogue right in front all the way of at the end. You know, yeah. why I'm not special, whatever. And he's, he says in so many words, like, you're special to me. Yeah, I, and how that's so going to be related to Toymaker, or, or not the Toy, is it Toymaker? The Celestial Toymaker, so, which yeah. we haven't seen anything about yet except the, the meat mentions the boss at the end. But yeah, I mean, the story the story was fun. Um, it is... The Meep is a very mustache twirly vil- villain. So it once it's revealed, that way. but it, yeah, in the beginning revealed, played very much like a 1980s. I mentioned ET. There's a clear ET thing when ET hides in the toy, in the closet, and Drew Barrymore's you know, closet with the stuff. I thought it was much more like the the better film, uh, Mac and Me. It yes, was much more. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that I thought the Meep was great. Like yeah. I loved the the actress who played the Meep. Like every line was funny and like. The whole mm-hmm. meep thing, and then the whole bit about the pronouns, and um, I am the, just the, the meep, and then the doctor instead. makes the co- the comment about it, like all that stuff was great. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was it was really cool. I um, I want to talk a little bit about Rose. Um, yeah, I have so character. many questions uh, about that. Yeah, uh, mostly, and I guess we get to that when we do the end. And sure. it's like you know how because. I remember. Well, I don't know. You want to talk about that now, or you sure. you go because you were starting. You talking well, no, about? I was just going to say, like, ready. I, I I really love this actress because of Heartstopper. Obviously, yeah. I think that's the obviously the main thing that she's known for, if not the only thing. Um, she's absolutely wonderful in that. So I'm already on board, and I know what she can do as an actress. Um, and it was just fun to see her in this role. I. I like that it was that that the fact that um, she's a trans woman um, in the show, as is the the actress, uh, was actually part of the story. Part of me feels like it would be interesting if it was a trans actress just playing playing a a, a biologically female uh, uh, character as well. Um, I think that's an interesting thing, you know, uh, you know, for someone in the queer community seeing that, and it's just like it isn't actually. Uh, needs to be referenced but i do also like the way that it was handled in this that it is actually central to the plot yeah um it isn't it isn't an aside so it's it's not um the one option i was saying is that it could have just been a female character uh the other option is it is a a trans character and it is just dealt with and dispensed with and the story goes on this is actually the better version of that where it is actually central to the story itself and made reference to in a number of ways. Uh, you know, it was so, I really, I, I feel very kind of mixed about when Donna and Rose are walking home in one of the early scenes. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the school boys come up the, the road and they, they call her Jason and uh, dead namer, which yep. I can't imagine for, for the actress actually having to play that play that scene, how hard it is, but 
even for someone who, who I, you know, I'm a cisgendered uh, male, it doesn't, for some reason, it really uh, is affecting to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way she handled that was, was beautiful um, and that they dealt with it in the story and that she, Yasmin, uh, as an actress, dealt with it beautifully as well. Yeah. Uh, and that it was handled with sensitivity in the show and actually kind of dispensed with. And, and Donna's uh, monologue that if anyone is going to hurt her, she will de- she will destroy yeah. them. Uh, she will descend. Right, she'll descend, and then that's the callback so, at the end. But I was, that particular scene, when it first played out, I was affected in a different way, being completely outside of that community. But mm-hmm. for me, it was like, oh, I wish they didn't do that. Like, I almost, mm-hmm. be- before I knew it was central to the plot. Like, Where not go to just... Have this scene like? Can't she just be her? Can't she just be exactly right? right. And yep. it was like, so yep. why? Why are? But then it became. But then it was. No, this is the thing. And like, I thought that was brilliant. And then the fact yep. that that came back at the end. If it hadn't, I probably would have a different feeling, or or I probably would. Yeah. You know. Still no, I... roll with it, but I, I was like, not just the negativity part like can't can't you know she just be her but it was it worked wonderfully because it is central it was the plot i just want to attack one more thing it yeah, wasn't but... just trauma to yes. have trauma yes right it wasn't just like a mo you know if that makes sense i hope that makes no sense. it absolutely does uh it could have been not central to the plot but still dealt with in the scene between uh sylvia and donna Donna and her mom talking about it whenever uh, uh, Sylvia said after after she says to Rose, you look gorgeous today and Rose leaves and she says, am I supposed to say that? Like even that scene and she says, I always feel so clumsy about it. And Donna says, I do, too. Yeah. And then they have like a they talk. I love that scene. Joke, and I love it. And it could have been that and it would have been OK. It's, yeah. it's not just trauma for the sake of trauma. It wouldn't have been enough, I don't think, but it would have been understandable and OK. But that it keeps going and it builds into the rest of the story yeah. and and I get, we'll get to it at the end. Anyway, that was I thought it was really handled beautifully, handled well, and uh, yeah, it could have gone in so many different right. directions. And so. by the way, another nod to ET. Obviously, you mentioned the hiding in the uh, stuffed animals, but the shed out back where mm. you know the famous ET scene where they roll the ball and the ball comes back. That reminded yep. me immediately of that sort of Amblin. Yeah. Error sort of uh, storytelling. What about the kid? Oh, that's great, yeah. How come in my life when I take the trash out, there's not some little kid that's like, hey, there's a spaceship, like immediately timed. And then they just, I imagine that kid's coming back because they kept cutting to cutting him, to looking him. out the wind. Like, yeah. I guess it's, it's, a, it's a point of view of someone in the neighborhood, but it had no... I, I think know. that was, was like who is I read it as just that. It right. was just um, So you don't think that we're going to see more of that kid ooh, in I, some fashion. Maybe. Right. Um I mean who knows cuz But yeah, so then Rose gets around. pulled into this to the meep you know cuz the kid see the sees bed. hey hey Rose the the a, a escape pod landed and it's empty and they go see that and uh that's when Rose discovers the meep back to meep the, the that, back to meep. So Yes. The meep I'm going to go I'm going to lay it all out there. Here it comes. Civilization of Meeps, right? Okay. Sun yes. goes crazy, psychedelic sun. They all get yes. tripped out. Yep. They all turn into sort of living energy, right? Except for the one Meep. The one Meep doesn't mutate. All of the other Meeps mutate into living energy from the Spice Melange. That's not the That's not the way that I read it. I uh, understood it from the show that, that the sun went crazy. 
Yeah, and became it, a psychedelic and it, and it son. mutated all of them. Yeah, and I think this is the mutated version of them. Is that the meep not the light? Yes, correct. I think, I think they the say energy, a line. That is the, that yeah, is the energy of that psychedelic son that he had in the ship in order to control people. It wasn't them. That was just okay. The Maybe I son. misread it. I thought that they specifically said all of them mutated except for this one. The last no, they meep. killed. They killed all of them in the battle. Okay, then I miss. This okay. was the leader. So they didn't look like meeps. They looked like something else, and they became meeps, and then all of them were killed. But the one meep and the psychedelic energy always... is the sun that follows the meep and worships the meep. The one meep. I don't think sure. this is the way I thought it was. Like all the meeps were these cute little mice. Yes. They took the spice melange. <laughs> they took the water of life. Their eyes went blue. Let me. Father. The sleeper has awakened! Come on. Uh, but they all turned into the energy except for the one, and then they worshiped the one because it didn't change. I don't believe I don't that's know the if case. that's. But, but, we matter. should actually. I think it's pretty close to the comics, so if we wanted to know for sure, yeah, we could I'm just sure. Check the story's that. there. I, I, 10 Looking minutes of research would have solved this mystery. But my, well, my real question is so they're being pursued, like the beginning of uh, New Hope, uh, getting shot at their space yeah. from the other people. They don't crash land. They make a point of saying, no, they parked, mm -hmm. right? That's part of the dialogue. Why? Just to take off again? Because uh, they're already yeah, flying. It, it's, it, this is the part that I feel the least, that I understood the least, having even watched it twice. Because they like, say they particularly landed here because of all the metal. I guess they needed in repairs. order to repair the ship. Yeah, I guess that, that makes but sense. But it was also there was the thing about the um, how unique it is for a species to have two hearts. Yeah. Why was it brought there, where they're on a planet where there is a creature with two hearts? So there's something. Right. There's more. There's on. more to it. There's some right. machinations. Some of bigger the... thing about why they were there. Um, but yeah, no, my understanding and looking at some panels from the comic, the Meeps were always this cute little thing, uh, but they. Their mutation, I think, is the whole like dagger teeth and big eyes and rah, and murderous okay. intent, um, and that is that is the this the sun's energy because they're able to like reverse the sun's energy or whatever. That's what um, Rose does whenever at towards the end, flipping the switches and yeah. gets rid of all the energy. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so she she meets the meep, um, brings it back to her, her uh, toy room uh, shed. Uh, Rose has been making uh, stuffed animals and selling them online on an Etsy type thing. Yes, which um, I did which not has pick a up great on being great reveal. The, yeah, that, that did you you missed no. that as well, right? No, okay. why would I? Why would I ever? Uh, it was it was just a really cute way that she had done this and the whole stuffed animal toy pile and uh, it blinks. And uh, we get it. We get a, We get a nice scene with the Meep and Rose about feeling different Feel, or feeling like an outsider. I don't remember the. Does she yeah. say different? I don't remember what, or... Rose says she feels different. The Meep says you must be lonely. Rose says I, I feel different. Something um, like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you want to jump at the end? Do you have anything else to say about what well, happens I will in between? Say, oh, I guess we should talk about how great that apartment scene was. The comedy of, like, when when David Tennant arrives and is knocking mm. and then... Oh, the, oh it's That wonderful. whole sequence was... Very Sylvia funny. coming at him, running down the hallway, uh, <laughs> when he's knocking on the door, was just perfect. Their relationship picked up the way that it was from the beginning. Um, he opens the door and comes in, and, and she slaps him. He says, oh, here we go. Uh, it was just wonderful. And the entire time of Sylvia trying to convince yeah, Sylvia was one Donna. of the best players in, you know, we talk about uh, Catherine Tate and David Tennant, but I thought she, she killed it. 
trying to convince Donna that that it's not real, <laughs> that he's not there, that the meep's imaginary, like all of that. Like, what does she think she's gonna right. do? Terrific. Um, and my so daughter was laughing like the entire time at that sequence, oh, great. really knowing none of the characters. Nothing. So it just yeah. goes to show like how well it was written and and mm -hmm. the timing and the delivery the and performance everything. Performance is terrific. Yeah. Uh, the, Sean, the husband, comes home to this chaos and just a beat, deadpan. Something smells good. Like right, right, right. he just like one of those guys that kind of rolls almost in a better way. I think yeah, he's uh, a good straight man for the the hijinks and right insanity. i was gonna say it kind of reminds me in a way of mickey um yeah a little bit except treated better uh, mickey always got the short short shrift in this until the end and kind of got set up well but like just like used to chaos swirling around him um even though sean isn't used to necessarily aliens uh, but he is used to donna and rose and their whatever shenanigans going on so that was that was really and then we really also at this scene get the first use of the sonic screwdriver as well can do anything well I mean, maybe yeah, that's we actually, happened before we did earlier because well the thing you had mentioned before but the the news reporter being on air and gets like drug into a van yeah. by unit unit looked unit was always a military operation we very have, uh, heavily uh armored up we have the brigadier like it was always always military this was just beyond like the the tactical wear and everything like i guess it had gotten progressively like that over the years but i this didn't was just like way i didn't love that and i know what I, they're I, supposed I, to be i very much disliked it actually yeah they're with the rockets in the chairs and like i just i'm tired of like guns That's and weapons of, being cool absolutely whatever. but you know whatever no I, I felt the same way i liked the science advisor um and i liked their exchange so the doctor, to your point, the reason we jump back to this is that one of the first things he does with the Sonic is, well, he opens up the, the fence to, to get through. Okay, it's a little bit yeah, weird. Yeah, that I can cutting buy. Through it, but you, you're fine with that. It also, uh, well, no, so, so, so that, 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 that's fine. Whatever. Does that. Um, but then he draws that rectangle yeah, in the air. Yeah, he gets like a map. It turns, into a, it turns into a screen, like yeah. a computer screen that's just hovering there. Fine. And he's using it to read, like... You know, but but uh, Jody Whitaker's doctor had a, lot a screwdriver, of, but it didn't do all of that stuff. No, right? they so had was progressively it modified between. I don't like the, that be, just from a story sense because it makes things too easy. The fact that he yes. could just make a force field. Yes, uh, that you know, if, if if having reviewed so much Doctor Who, the classic series, they had gotten rid of it for a while because it was too too powerful. And it was a crutch basically. Yeah. Now it's. Like, yeah, it's a crutch. We're just going to do whatever we want to with it, which I guess is fine. It's his, you know, Russell T. Davis story. Can take can the, I could take the force field, but then once they get through and then they use it to get the bricks to do whatever. That, and no, even no, no. that, For that's me, okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'm okay the, with that. But I, what I, the, the, the road too far for me was when they drove all the way to like the underground tunnel and then he put the wig on and teleported in. Like, it knows where these other two are, and then it can teleport well, them in. And... It didn't actually teleport them. Well, what did it do? He, he says it was a teleport intercept. So they so must intercepted been, their teleport. They were teleporting themselves into But how would he battle. know when they were teleporting, when okay. the teleport was active? Saying, and like, that, exactly. To right. me, it would have been funnier, or it would have worked if they had been confronted by them. And then he just threw the wig on. You would have been like, "What is he doing?" And then just did the shadow proclamation yeah. without yeah. teleporting them in. But right, it's fine. Right. The scene was. Good. It does do. It does do too much. And they and they've been going for years. You know, I think maybe Tennant's doctor did this. Definitely Matt Smith's doctor, and beyond, like scanning a thing and looking at it like it's a computer thing. Like it's, yeah. it went so far beyond. And now it's just like it is the ultimate device that can do whatever they need to for the story. It's fine. 
Um, but, you know, the Sonic also regenerates when the Doctor regenerates, so maybe just gain more. Whatever, it's fine. Who cares? It's a fun it show. Does, I, yeah, I mean, you get to a point where you have to let go of uh, just, that. Just but I, I, with it and... I also think, like, you can have a good, solid story with limitations. Because when, when you start getting rid of limitations, it, you know, there's no... No stakes and drama. No stakes. The drama yeah, sort of goes that's away. That's right. But all right. So that 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 being done, do you have anything else before we get to the reactivating no, I mean, Donna and some well, of my so questions? You, so you got the the meep. The meep kind of like shrugs off the whole like facade and it's like ah, it's evil and it's gonna capture them. And Doctor talks his way as always into like don't kill us and take yeah. and basically gets it to take him with him. I did like there was the one thing like it's a small right that whole but... th- th- not to gloss over that bit that was a little much where he was like. If you you'll never find out if you don't take all of us. It's like no, you could get rid of the family and just take me. Like, <laughs> you don't really... so yeah. So the the what I thought was 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 funny, uh, uh, and I was I thought it was just like a weird thing they did. But as the car the taxi is fleeing the battle on the road, yeah, and they're being shot at, and they, all these uh, like uh, energy weapon beams are like on the on the taxi. I was like, that just looks so cheap. Like, yes, why did they do that? But then they come back, and like that's one of the clues. The fact that it actually yeah, it didn't I, I cause thought, any scorch marks. I, I, it didn't same, cause any damage. Same reaction I had to that. It was like, wow, they should have added some effects to make the car look like it got hit. Especially after having like blown up another vehicle and flying yeah. in the air, Michael Bay style. Like They did all this other stuff. It's like, that feels weird. It was great. They, you know, The doctor feels the one of the unit guys uh, pulse and says that, what? Why is that? And so it all works together is a little bit of like how you get to see him. But, it, the pieces but also, but if you pause and you're like, well, does it even make any sense? Like they have their weapons aren't damaging anything. So why are they even shooting at the car? Mm-hmm. If they're trying to hit the meat to knock the meat out, they're not going to go through maybe the glass of the go, car. Maybe they thought it could. They didn't, maybe, they've never I guess seen they a don't car know how They've never seen a black cab. Um, yeah, so we got all that. It the meep, fine. evil, it was brings good. them back in. That scene was uh, good, and the meep, when he just freaked out and then killed the two, like, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed all of that. The transition from the cute meep face to the evil meep face mm-hmm. was great. It yeah. looks, I mean, just... No, the puppeteering was great, or I imagine it's CGI yeah, or whatever it was. They, they yeah, did. I mean, the, the, the creature itself was puppeteer, the face was digital, but it was a mix yeah, of... It looks a lot of practical, like, the, the, the Wrath, um... Uh, were actors on kind of stilts yes. as well. You and could tell how they were walking as well, but it looked great. And it reminded me so much of like classic Who, like connecting yeah. the tissue back to like more practical effects and like costumes that are sort of on the border of being terrible, but also charming. The, the fact that the story is adapted from a comic book, um, I think led led into the art style of the show. The Meep itself looks very much like a comic book. The Wrath, also, especially when you first see them in the alleyway and they're the big red eyes and the uh, Mantis look to them, but also had this very kind of graphical style yeah. to it. It looked very much comic book style, and I thought it translated so beautifully to the screen. I didn't even look up comic, other than seeing Dave Yemen's name, and I was like, oh, it must be based on a comic book. You saw mm-hmm. the panels. I saw some panels from it. Is the Meep design the same? Like, did they... Yes. Oh, that's yes. cool. Uh, it is really, really close. Um, it's the, the Wrath are a little bit cleaner in this version um but i think it works really well um there's a on the bbc's uh doctor who official channel there's also a um 
behind the scenes that shows some of this and they went through a lot of different iterations only to then land back much closer to the comic book instead of updating it because it oh, just worked cool. so much better which was great respecting the art um in fact go go watch that after you watch this one maybe it'll show up in the in your uh next up but uh the comic book author and um illustrator were both both on set and got to oh, help cool. like get to see everything i don't know how much they actually helped with it but got to see everything and they loved it they thought it was like everything they had written and drawn come to life and i guess that would be like super satisfying for people that had written yeah, this oh my God. um so that was really cool. So blah, blah, blah. Skipping through this, this plot, the Meep's got his ship. The whole thing with the ship is this, this twin dagger drive that drives into the ground and then sucks up all the energy and it's going to destroy London. Um, the fact that it causes, like, uh, rips through the Earth. Yes, and, and then when they undo that, roads. somehow the, the everything yeah. goes back. That the one. Uh, that felt Because so as, like, the, 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 like, the fissures were, like, spreading fissures and the magmas are, are coming up, like, I'm like... They're not undoing this. Like people are all gonna die, and then somehow it all was fine. Yeah, like if you know, all we need how as is, how to suspend our disbelief yeah. is to just like throw in a word here that it could have been like it sucks in the time energy of the planet, and like oh, then they're reversing yeah. time, and it's like you could. They just... didn't even bother. So, but it also like saying, that, that kind of thing to sets say up. Russell T Davies, get yeah. in touch with me and run your scripts past me. Yeah, first. Let, have how Dan okay everything. Uh, what I was gonna say is like. Those are the types of things, like the sonic screwdriver, that reduce any stakes or ten like if you can, right. if Superman can fly the Earth and go the other way, like you're gonna nothing matters. Nothing now. matters. Yeah. So there it's was like, a bit of that. Um, I guess okay, it's the now, type of engine. The concept of the dagger engine, I thought, was very cool. Awesome. Like that whole. It was just the reversing of it, tech. which was just yeah. like, okay, I guess we just need to move along and not spend some time on that, which is fine. Because we needed to get to the Doctor and Donna yes. saving the day. And I need you to explain to me the concept of the Doctor Donna. Now, I remember the Doctor Donna, right? It was something with the Ood? Or okay. Perhaps? Or, or she so, so she they, absorbed the... I th She absorbed the... They told me in the beginning. This is why someone's like, that's why they have the thing in the beginning that you can't remember. But she yep. absorbed the heart of the TARDIS? No. That was you're Rose. Confusing, you're confusing <laughs> that was Rose. Rose. Rose absorbed the, the energy of the time vortex and became bad okay. wolf. So she um, she absorbed all of the the hand. Remember the doctor's hand that was cut yes. off. Okay. Yes. It had his energy in it. Uh, she uh, touched it and basically sparked the the meta crisis. Mm -hmm. Okay. It Thank you. His regeneration yeah. energy from that second uh, doctor hand thing. So while they were her. explaining that in the beginning, when I was eye rolling and going, "We don't need this," to yeah, should have been, I should have been actually. Well, I don't know how much they really explained that exact thing, but right. that is what happened. Um, so she has the power of the time lords, not of the time vortex, like Rose did. Right. So um, she's got the doctors. Too much in her head. Yes. The doctors' past lives, more dudes. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes. All, all in her can't fit into a, a human's brain that's the meta crisis that's how he um saved her by having her forget all of it so that's where we started with um the two wait of them, so she it, so the donna can can see the memories in a way of all of the previous generations and therefore rose is the quizar tatarak who can look in the place that the Bene Gesserit can't. Welcome to the Doomcast. <laughs> in a way. All right, no, no, no go no, on. It is, but um, that was that was that was my question. I think that's that's how that it was yeah. 
Because then it makes sense, okay, Rose is almost a child of the Doctor and Donna because it went through Donna and then went right. to, right. to so Rose. We had the whole, and then, the I, then I also have a problem, I guess it's all the way at the end, where they can just let go of the energy. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Let's get there. So first we have uh, the Doctor and Donna trying to save the day. They're in yes. the spaceship, have to flip all the different buttons. Great, that was um, a great scene. They, uh, the the meep closes the panel between mm-hmm. them, bisecting the room. They're trapped on either side. David Tennant in this scene, by the way, he's he's fifty two. We're we're approaching fifty. He's oh, he's a, nimble. He's, he's the, jumping he's up and all sliding around, jumping and... around, sliding underneath the thing, doing his Indiana Jones moment. Yeah. He's he's hanging like halfway off of the pa- terrific. The the amount of energy this yeah. man can bring to the role, absolutely fantastic. Um, they get separated. That actually, for me, made me think of their first episode, season four, episode one. Oh, where they're talking through the window? Through the yeah, window, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I thought was a wonderful That's one of that callback. Was a Super moment. fun to get to see that. Um, I loved that scene, the whole scene that we're talking about now, but I also was getting mad at it mm. because I thought Donna was going to die, and it yeah. was like, and, the, and they're upping the thing, and he's like, why, why? Yeah. And I'm like, get, you should have did this in two episodes, like... I felt like they needed more time, but obviously that didn't yeah, yeah. pan out that no, way. I thought that was great. But it felt he, super, he went, uh, he went full tenant on that. Like yeah. that that whole like why does it have to like not not chewing the scenery in a bad way, but like really um, exploding yeah, uh, with the emotion. Um, even to the point when she's like, "Why is it? Why is it me? I'm nobody." And he says, "Yes, you are." Like I wanted, you could feel him being like, "You don't." Yeah, I'm I'm almost angry that you keep saying this about yourself because yeah. it's not true and you can't ever see it. Like, I love that. That was, that was so that fun. Was and the whole, the fact that they're friends and the power of friendship. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and throughout the, the episode get leading up to this, as she starts remembering more, she refers to him as the doctor at a certain mm-hmm. point and, and her, her mom's like, Oh, this yeah. is not good. And she talks about the, the lottery ticket. This is, it's, yeah, it was, you know, she's giving them a way to help him. people trying to be like him and she doesn't even kind of catch that she said it but the doctor does like i love all that leading up and then he does the series of words now um, okay that's my other question series of words the first time that he did the words to lock her down Mm. right he did words i'm assuming he did words i can't remember sure i actually don't remember binary like well that was my question was like did they pull binary from a from the the old episode and then expand on it or did they add it for this so as donna has saved the day in uh, in her final episode, and it's starting to become obvious that her brain can't contain all this energy, mm-hmm. uh, all this uh, consciousness of the doctors. She is saying all these clever jargony things. We're gonna do the blip and dig, and then she starts stuttering. So the and she stutters on binary, 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 and then she kicks herself out and keeps going. And then she's like kind of breaking down as she's realizing what's happening, and the doctor tells her what's happening, and she has to forget it all. So they they cut to that in one of the flashbacks in the beginning sequence that you didn't want to watch. Um, but that is from that as she is, she is right. and how mentally is deteriorating. If you're presented with writing the 60th anniversary and then you have all of this and you have these, these actresses and actors and everyone. And then you're like, Oh, there's this line. And I'm can take that and just a thing. Like I, a central thing. there's no way that he had that all planned out, but that's no, no, nice no, but little to, wonderful to be able to use uh, serendipitous that, uh, moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So, so they go through that, and she she remembers everything, and she's immediately like that kind of like 
knows more than the doctor yeah in a yeah definitely way. More, like, more powerful than it I, um, here's where i was like not that i, I love this scene i would you know it. i can't write a script this this well um but i wanted someone to reverse the polarity of the neutron flow I thought we had an opportunity to reverse the polarity. They did not. They did not call it out. It would have been nice. Although they said so many weird things in there as they're like... They did. They had plenty of room for it. I kept waiting for it. I was like, come on, polarity. But no, that was great. was do all that. She was great. Donna descends. Yes, Donna descends. They have that moment where she collapses and she's in his arms. And they even have like a little joke with each other. It's the best 55 minutes of her life or best 15 minutes of her life, whatever. Um... Oh, best 55, 55 seconds. 55 seconds, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so, which was great. And <clears throat> she's 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 dead. The the bad unit guys come in. Do whatever you want. The doctor's basically like, you can kill me. Yeah. I, I, he was just he's completely done, it. which was terrific. And then, and then the what train comes. The what train comes, yeah. which was terrific. Um, and, uh, Donna waking up, what? Like, just the... The... Uh, the quick turn on a dime from an emotional scene to comedy is not only Russell T. Davies, but it is Tenet and it is uh, uh, Catherine Tate. The way that they can just do that so beautifully and so easily seeming, terrific. And then you reveal that that Rose actually now is also yeah, uh, at that a part, time my, lord. My daughter was like, how is she doing this? How is that happening? And then when this they, is great. they revealed the, the cut that to binary passed down. and cut to non-binary, she was like, oh, so. So that is an interesting thing with the the binary non-binary. Again, I can't speak. I I am like I, though I'm in in the queer community. I'm a cisgender male. I don't know necessarily how people identify. I think everyone's identity <clears throat> is uh, beautifully unique and can be expressed differently on a, from day to day. Um, so the fact that she is a the character is a trans woman, um, and I like that she says like it's binary non-binary. She also says the doctor is is male, female, neither, and more. I thought was also really good. It wasn't this thing of like I'm not male or female. I'm non-binary, meaning that you could be less than either of those things. But mm-hmm. actually saying like it's it's more encompassing. Mm-hmm. It is all of the things. It is every. It's not just either end of the spectrum or somewhere on the spectrum. It is the entire spectrum. I thought was really an interesting commentary on on gender, and and the way they kind of rolled it throughout the story was was really nice as well. But um, anyway, it was it was a interesting way to use that to help drive the story and make it integral to the plot, like we talked about at the beginning. That was really really good. But to your point, how they let go of the meta crisis, yeah, right? I don't. And then they do it in a way, and they're like, understand you it. You would if you presented female, you would. Be it's a pity you it. aren't still female. You would get it. It's something that a male presenting time lord could never understand. That you just, just let, let it go. go, and I. And are they only able to let go because it's been split between? Because otherwise, Donnie could have let it go earlier. Well, or she didn't. She didn't, didn't have enough time to know that she could do that. It was, or it was because I, I, of Rose. Again, that was just like I'm fine with it. I'm glad they did it. It didn't make entire. Uh, uh, it didn't intuitively intuitively make yes. a lot of sense to me. It didn't make perfect sense to me, but I think that's okay too. Maybe it makes sense to other people. Maybe it's made sense to. Um, you know the actors on the set like it's fine it works it's fine. And for me it just feels that. like hey we're gonna I'm assuming Rose is in it more than this special I hope I hope so oh I thought that was known maybe it's not known I, I have I've not so I was like oh they just she can't be walking around with time lord power so we'll just get rid of it 
Right. Here's a line that's cute. Because well, I absolutely expect it. After all this resolves and they let right, go. Right, but she doesn't, she doesn't get on the She TARDIS. doesn't get on the TARDIS. I absolutely thought it was going to be the three of them. Yeah. And she's like, can I look inside? And, and her mom's like, no. No. No, nope. let her look inside. I mean, <laughs> come on. You're... Well, because she knew that if she looks inside, she w- she would have done the same thing Donna had done and be like, "That's it. We're just going." I know. Let her have the the choice. Right. Right. <laughs> but no. Uh, but oh, we we didn't talk about because it was mentioned here. Is like, well, what if we just take it for a quick spin and we just go see Wilf? We'll just go see Wilf. Oh, we didn't it. even talk about Wilf. We didn't right. talk about Barry. Who, the actor uh, in real life has passed away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is a nice tribute. They're taking a moment. They're talking about Wilf. It's played as a joke. Mm-hmm. The doctor thinks he's dead. He's not dead. He's just up, like, he can't walk up the steps, so he's in unit. He's, he's in hospice he's care for unit. Hospice which, care which, for unit. By, by Kate Leftwich Stewart. Yes. Was running, which was nice. Uh, you also got that little callback. Yes. So I'm assuming then they maybe they filmed some stuff with him that we'll get. Well, in I'm the behind that. the scenes. I don't, I don't know. In the behind yeah. the scenes, they show the first table read, and he's there. For this special? Okay. Yeah. So maybe... So he must have died during production of this. Oh. And I, I'm guessing that he must have had a part that needs to be rewritten um, to, to handle Oh, that's that. sad. All right, so, so there's like, no footage. When we then. first see them in their family room, and he's talking about, I'm sorry for your loss. He was well old, and they reveal that he's not dead. You know, on the one hand, it was like emotional because we we know that the actor died, so it was a nice tribute. But then they turn it; it's like, no, he's not dead. He's just down the road, you idiot. Yeah. It was uh, one of those sad moments that becomes comedy, which I mentioned before. How much I love. Um, so it is cool that he's there. Anyway, I just wanted to pay respect because he was a wonderful character. I would love to have seen. Oh, what he was great. Okay, together. so I went away with that thinking, oh wow, they must have. We're gonna get something in one of these other two I specials. I don't think so. Them in, but I guess it doesn't not. seem to be the case. I don't. Okay. I don't know. No, I didn't see any more. R.I.P. But very, it was very cool to actually get to at least pay that respect to him. Yep. And then we um, go into the TARDIS. We get a whole new TARDIS. Now, what do you think of here's the? Here's another thing. Oh. Having seen oh. my research and is entirely just having watched this okay. one 15 minute YouTube clip. That set is almost entire. That wide shot of it is practical. That's all real. They built. Yeah, it seems that. pretty big. It's gigantic. Gigantic! Yeah. It is massive, and I loved it. So, like, uh, underneath the TARDIS console, all the way up, uh, and then the whole like it was maybe one eighty degrees of the back. Yeah, it's got with those all the LED rules light that, that changes that change color and everything. So it, it like pays respect to the original uh, look of the TARDIS. Yeah. Plus, it's kind of updated. I thought it was great. I what didn't did you love think it. Of it. Okay. Um, now it's hard not to to to. I David never liked the TARDIS when so it's much new. Fun, and it's I mentioned it's infectious, and he's running yep. around, and so yep. it's wonderful. To me, it just feels so, like, clean and industrial. Uh-huh. And, like, I, again, I want, I want if I get a chance to make a TARDIS, it's going to be full of weird shit like my dad's china cabinet. Like, all sorts of, like, tchotchkes and weird things. And, like, that, that to me, that I, I want to see more of that and less of this clean antiseptic. Uh-huh. That's a word. Uh, I do like the callback to the circles. You know mm-hmm. the the Tom Baker era or before you know the old yep. artist look, but it feel it felt too lifeless to me, and I'm sure I'll get used to it. And then the coffee yeah. that makes a cup of coffee that was that funny was for the joke or whatever. Um, but I didn't love it as much as you. But then once David Tennant's running around, That's going the thing. up and down, it's like you're hard not to like have fun with it. So maybe so, I think maybe it'll grow on me. But 
what I liked is because she even makes a, a reference that she like it's still a bit nippy and uh, but it's a lot cleaner because his TARDIS before was very yeah. much that kind of like there's the and they've done that like Matt, Matt Smith had the, like the the steampunk looking yep, one with the from pinball thing whatever. yeah so to me it's like almost a blend where the console itself has a whole bunch of really cool doodads in it it's a coffee machine it's got a viewfinder it's got like what are these it right, what they are. Right. but the rest of the set is much more clean and streamlined and massive. And the so colors like is almost cool. the fact that it's it almost like the twelfth Doctor, where it was like that almost a library feel that also just never really gelled with yeah. me all that much. Um, I don't know; it's just a weird interpretation, but I, I think it's really interesting. Um, happy to see it, and then they immediately cool. Uh, no, just happy happy to see this, and then they immediately set it on fire, which was which yes. was really cool. So like they're they're immediately off and running into the the new place. They don't know where they're going. The TARDIS right. and that was zone, absurd, and go but funny. Like but I mean, fun. clearly they set up as there with the I got fired from my job. We and that was a callback to earlier in the episode where she talks about having my lost her fired job. From my job, but yes, it was my fault. And then we find out thirty seconds before she spills the coffee <laughs> that she spilled the coffee on the computer and lost her job. And like it's it's great. It's um, great. Uh, it was yeah. exciting, and I can't I wait that... now. And also, like, I didn't know if Donna was going to be in all of them, so at least we know she's in the second one. Yep, it's three of them, right? There's three. Yeah. So next so week we're going to do this wait. again. Well, Eric, I think we caught all the, we the main it. points. We covered it anything all. Anything else? Anything we missed? We'll we can talk about next time. We'll uh, review. You could the purchase next story uh, well. my book to pay for some bills here. This is uh, on the island of the Mad Magician. This is a choose your own adventure style book, Dan. You know, you bought it. Uh, I over did. forty possible endings. Um, and uh, there are some, yeah, there's some adventures to have here. A lot of uh, Who listeners, not Who listeners, but old Doctor Who show listeners have purchased it. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's available now, Dan. Great writing, uh, aimed at, uh, <laughs> I always want to say middle-aged kids. Middle grade and above, middle I think grade, everyone. that's the word. You will get um, murdered in it, there's a lot of death. Um, beautiful illustration by, uh, by your daughter. Looks yep, gorgeous. she'd be great. Uh, beautiful work, uh, congratulations on that. Otherwise, hey folks, go to the old Doctor Who show. I, one other thing, is we never mentioned that longtime listener... To the old Doctor Who show, oh. known as Hair of the Hound, yes, on on Twitter. X. Conrad Westmus, Westmus, uh huh. The whole time that he's called in, that he's listened, he's written uh, to us. He sent us email. He is in Doctor Who. He's canon, baby. He is canon. He is a companion to the eighth ninth? Doctor. I thought it was ninth. No, eighth. Eighth. You're right. Eighth. Eighth Doctor. Um, I think. Why am I blanking? Sorry, on his name? Conrad. We don't we don't watch the we don't read the, uh, the the novelizations, listen to the radio, or do the comic books. But has still appeared in several big finish stories. Uh, I know we us. do video stuff. Now we do the new show. I would love to find a way to review one of these and maybe ask him some questions. So I'm going to that throw that out there now live so you can't say no. Get in touch with us, Conrad, as uh, you always have. Yeah, we will, else we, will, we will figure that out. But the I just, Dr. it blew my mind. Gmail.com. Yeah, if when we post this on the website, I will link to a very in-depth and interesting interview that he did with another podcast, so you can listen to it, you can learn all about it. I feel stupid for having talked to him several times. 
and never like knew or mentioned or asked like secret secret identities. Why can't I think of the Eighth Doctor? It's um, uh, what's his name? Come on, Dan, you you know this. Oh, uh, uh, uh you mean Paul McGann? Paul McGann. Oh, Paul I didn't McGann. know what you're. Yes, yeah, Paul McGann. Yes, sure. it's worked with. Yeah. So it's it's. Amazing. I feel. Uh, yes, you should all know that we we in a way are canon now from having talked <laughs> to him. I mean, I feel like that's that's a given. That's how it works. That's how it works. All right, folks. We all right. Are so that on that note, we we're can, like we we're can, like at an hour. We here. were supposed we to start it. at ten, and it's if now there's, uh, twelve. Anything we missed, please write to us at the old Doctor Who Show at gmail we're still sort of on Twitter, uh, TODW show. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. And Dan, Dan, you're Dan JNJ. I'm, I'm on really Twitter on too, Egerson, but I don't want, like to go there. there. It's a terrible place run by terrible a terrible person. man. Please, please email us. Uh, leave comments on this video. Um, we will, uh, we yeah. will see you again we'll see in you a again. week. We'll do this As again. We work out the kinks of the video live. We'll get, we'll get kinkier. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> All, All right. right, Eric. Peace. 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 All right, are we done? I don't know. How do I, how do you end the recording? Do we... Where's my robot, you know?